All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? How y'all doing this evening? This is your man Orlando Presents, and welcome, welcome, welcome to What's for Dinner. Let's go. gentlemen yes 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 man y'all already know that's go ye with dinner man shout out to go ye shout out to his family man uh make sure y'all check that brother out and run those numbers up so you're tuned in to what's for dinner right here on quake ryc praise news where music is therapy pardon me oh bless me man Yes, all right. We're mute. Thank you, bro. Uh, where music is therapy. And tonight, 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 we're sitting down with a special guest, man, coming straight to you from the new tribe, DJ A. Chill. What's good, brother? How you feeling tonight? Yo, what's good, man? What's good, fam? Good to be on here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, man, it's all good. It is all good. I'm excited to have you here, man. I want to start uh, interviewing more people from New Tribe. I had a chance to sit down and listen to uh, some of their music, and I was like, man, where have I been? So I can blame myself that I've been sleeping or something, but um, start rocking some of their music, man. Um, it's dope. It's dope. Definitely. Uh, let the folks know who may not know who you are, uh, who you are and where you reside. Well, uh, my name is Anthony Carino, a.k.a. DJ A. Chill. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, in a town called Union City. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm here with my, my wife, uh, Gina Carino, and uh, my three our three kids, uh, kind of one, two of them still in the home. We're trying to get them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we actually have five kids. We got uh, mm. a two older kid, two older sons, one daughter, and two younger sons. Okay. So uh, okay. shout out to 
uh, Anthony, Desmond, Ariana, Eliseo, and our youngest, Elijah. So oh, wow. send a shout out to my wife, the queen of the castle. <laughs> Can't forget Amen. her. Amen. Uh, psh, man, you better not. By the time you get off of there, you're going to be in trouble. For real. In tr- <laughs> yeah. I send her props. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I thank your family very much for uh, being understanding and allow you to have this time, you know, to chop it up with us. We won't take up all your time tonight. But, uh, man, we do do want to get into some uh, some music and get into some testimony, different things of that nature. Now, the A in A chill may be self-explanatory. I'm not sure. I don't like to assume. So, so where did you come up with DJ A Chill? I know where the DJ, but the A Chill. <laughs> well, uh, how I got that name? I got that name way back when I was, I think, eighteen years old. Mm. Uh, I'm an old cat, you know. I'm fifty-three years old. Uh, grew up in Stockton, California, and uh, I was D. I started uh, rocking on the turntables at the age of fourteen and uh, develop my own crew uh, called Party Rock Productions. Um, yeah, we made a little bit of name for ourselves throughout the Central Valley and even uh, over here in the Bay Area. We had a few little links out here. I had a classmate. She was a rapper, um, one of the very few female rappers out in the, in the Valley. Um, and she had a companion. She had a friend named Angie. Her name was actually A Chill, but mm. then she dropped she dropped out of doing music and stuff, and so she asked me to be her DJ, and she asked me what was my DJ name. I really didn't have one, so she said, "Well, your name's Anthony. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna pass that name on to you. You're you're now DJ A Chill, and it's it's stuck with me all these years." Wow. Well, okay, okay. I, I like that story. I like that story. But here's a here's a better one. Here's a better one. You could take this one if you want to, and that's fine. I won't sue you or anything. But if they make a you know new tribe records movie, you may be able to you know use this. Um, <clears throat> you know, hey y'all, my name's Anthony, and you know, of course, you would think that the A you know, stands for Anthony, but it really stands for whenever I used to go to, you know, and DJ at parties, people used to bump into my turntables all the time, and I would say, hey, chill. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it, just, I, so it just stuck. It just stuck with me. So <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll write that down. But the name actually kind of fits my, fits my personality, not just the A for my name, but mm. chill, uh, you know, really, you know, fits my personality. Uh, you know, most of the time, you know, I'm 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 a pretty chill person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like to, you know, like to chill. I don't like to call, you know, be in the midst of drama or, or you know, stuff like that. Right. You know, I right. just like to, you know, main neutral, stay in my zone. You know, chill and relax. You know, and you know, just have a good time you know, wherever I'm at or just enjoy my time with family and stuff. So the Amen. chill part really fits my personality. So Amen. Amen. Hey, I like that. I like that already, brother. Shoot, we can hang out. Most definitely. Shoot. Uh, I'm laid back and everything. Just like, you know, like to have fun and everything, but 
nothing too wild and crazy. Nothing too wild mm-hmm. and crazy. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, so has so has music always been a part of your life? Was your family musically inclined? And so, how did you get into you know the whole DJ scene and the music scene? Well, uh, yeah, music's always been a part of my life since since I was little. Uh, my dad was a gifted guitarist, mm-hmm. uh, self-taught. Uh, I mean, the, the man, from what I can remember, he he played the guitar and made it sing like Santana. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, he, he was a gifted guitarist. Man, your you know? dad so, was a bad, bad man then if he played like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my uncles, uh, my uncle, uh, my youngest uncle, uh, he was in a band, R&B, a, a very popular R&B funk band of the 70s and 80s called The Ninth Creation. And uh, I grew up with, with him uh, being in the band and I used to go to the rehearsals with him. Uh, he used to take me to a couple of shows that when I, I was able to go to. Uh, but he was a, a gifted uh, trumpet player, um, played several different uh, horns, you know, trombone, trumpet, piccolo trumpet, uh, uh, keyboardist. Um, and uh, so all those guys became kind of like my uncles. So I was always around music, you know. They were, uh, that's when bands used to have like real instrumentation. They had drummers, they had percussionists, a horn section, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lead guitar, bass guitar, you know, organist, keyboardist. Yeah, I, I was around it all, you know, my younger days. I picked up the trumpet because uh, I want, I idolized my uncle. And well, I always had this idea one day when I get old enough, I want to be in that band. <laughs> So I picked up the trumpet in fourth grade and played that all the way up through high school and a little bit after that. And um, I ended up in high school with my uncle's high school band teacher. And that man was hard on me. <laughs> he made me want to quit a couple of times. He was so hard on me. He wanted me, he, my uncle was his prize student. And so he expected me to excel the way my uncle did. Mm. And so he, he pushed me and pushed me and pushed me, even embarrassed me a few times. Where I was like, I don't want to do this. If he's going to be my teacher, you right. know, I'll go cry to my uncle. You know, Mr. Barron's was yelling at me today. And saying, well, what did you do? And I had a very bad habit of learning a piece of music and picking it up really quickly and remembering it. And I wouldn't bring my sheet music to class because I knew the song by heart. Well, that got me in trouble a few times. And my uncle's like, you, you, you didn't bring your sheet music, huh? Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> and so and he, would front on, he would front me out in front of the whole class. And we had a class of 60 to 70 students. So. Shout out but, to you. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I, I did the trumpet for a while and then really got into hip-hop uh i would say probably around 84 83 84 wow really got into hip-hop you telling your age bro yeah yeah i'm I'm not ashamed (laughs) i'm 
I'm I'm 53, man. I grew up when hip hop first began, you know. Oh, so I'm right there with yeah. you. I'm right there with you. I'm 51, so definitely, brother, definitely. Oh yeah. So you've seen its beginnings and its trials and tribulations and all the stuff that's in between. <laughs> yes, yes, I mm-hmm. feel you. But didn't mean to interrupt you, bro. Go ahead. No, no, it's all good. I had a cousin that came over to my house one time. He was also uh, influenced by my uncle and his band too. And so we both were trump, uh, horn players. And I remember my mom bought me this little turntable. And he came over and he goes, hey, you you heard of scratching? I was like, scratching? What is that? Watch. And he started scratching on this little turntable I had. And I was like, that's 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 cool, man. What is that? And he goes, they do that in a lot of the hip-hop records. So um, I really started getting into it. And I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. Mm. So uh, really started studying the craft of DJing and learning how to mix and scratch. And, you know, fast forward, I ended up with my own DJ crew around 87. And... Um, I got a bunch of guys together that were that had a love for hip hop. Uh, we all learned the the art and craft of DJ. And I had one guy; he was just like amazing. Um, we called him uh, DJ Smash because he was smashed the competition. Mm. And uh, he he was um, he was he was freaking dope. Man. He can hang with hang with the best of them out, back in the day, like Battle Cat, DJ Joe Cooley, uh, DJ Scratch. I mean, he. You can rock with them, you know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, real real quick, let's uh, give give a shout-out real quick for some folks that I know that's listening in. Uh, shout-out to Gina Livewire for listening in, definitely for the support. Yes. Um, also, shout-out to uh, the brother, um, uh, Fire Giz. Fire Giz, my brother. I just had an interview with him a couple of, about a couple of days ago not even a week so a week or so yes so make sure y'all check out fire gears um awesome awesome man of god awesome reggae artist uh reggae music oh, wow. definitely the brother comes with it um he was introduced to me by a uh, music man so you may be familiar with music man uh so shout out to him as well but um bro that i mean that's definitely cool the way that you came up through you know came up with the music and everything and and learn how to start djing and scratching and things of that nature um another question that i have for you is that we're we're actually matter of fact let's play a song and we're gonna get into my god is a gangster by your crew Mm -hmm. new tribe and when we get back, we'll jump into yeah, more of chopping it up. But um, give me your opinion of that track. When you first heard that track, what did you think? Well, I kind of knew it was coming up um, because uh, one of the the, um, the lead guys on it, G. Macbeth, uh, that's my boy from over here in the Bay Area. We are also in a, in a crew together called Kinfolk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he already told me that he was going to be working on a, a track with um, one of the other artists uh, called My God is the Gangster. So when he let me hear the snippets of it before they released it, and I was like, okay, this this is dope. I, God, God is a gangster. He's, 
the things that he does and, and did and will do. Yeah, that's you know, in uh, in our our term of endearment, yeah, God's gangster. So Amen. yeah, I, I I really feel what they were saying and they came with it too. Amen. Amen. I agree with you, brother. I agree with you. So uh once again, once again, this is what's for dinner right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. And we're about to jump in My God is a Gangster by uh, New Tribe, man. So let's jump into that and we'll be right back. All right, let's go. Amen. So I got with a sick tight click. New, New Tribe. tribe. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. King, Mac, Beth. Yeah. Uh. Come on. I thought I told y'all we don't need no roll call. Our flow is on the downfall, yeah. like roller coaster breaks off. My Migos about to take off, talented with pay calls. Yeah. Courtesy of Christ, boss, the souls will never be lost. This bar is just a taste test, a bottle if you've been blessed. Scream is where you get this, downloading the message. Usher had confessions, but changes to address this. Word gets to test kit, Christ will perfect it. Be sure of this tour, this is more than just a bar up. Allure by LaFors, but sometimes she don't pluck. Are you sure? Me a war, my wife stays in the cut. Hundred pounds, she stays down. Her truth keeps it above. My crew knows what's up. Derriere on the level that means we give no bust. And this track is a plus. Did I body it up? Run it back and smell the must. Close your mouth when I spout. In God, I make a fuss. My God is a gangster. You hear it in my rap. There's bullets on these pages. If you read between the facts, exhort like 12 pages. When I preach, I bust caps. It ain't where you're from, it's where God has you at. My God. Everybody wanna do it, B.I.G. Sitting, living lavish, up in V.I.P. Put the clip inside the gadget for a street ID. But G.O.D., he's the only G.I.C. From the streets of Nazareth, he was the baddest one. Loaded clip of knowledge, so flawless and never had a gun. No shoes to polish, so honest and never had to run. Zero to a hundred, he was a hundred no matter what. Batter up, who wants his hands laid on him, huh? You had enough, who wants his plans laid on him? Come on. Cause your decisions got you in a whole heap of things Be sure to listen and do the mission that Jesus brings Follow the leader, the shepherd sheep is so flawed and eager And Hades is hollow and deeper than a non-believer So if you wanna go walk with an OG Walk with the one that ends in O My God is a gangster You hear it in my rap There's bullets on these pages If you read between the facts Exhort like 12 pages When I preach, I bust caps It ain't where you're from, it's where God has you at All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, yes, 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 that is My God is a Gangster by New Tribe, New <laughs> Tribe, see, there you go, that's a new jingle for y'all, so, <laughs> nah, <Yeah>. nah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you remember the movie Warriors, when the guy was clicking yeah. the bottles, Warriors, <laughs> 
is. I see y'all can redo that and be like, new tribe, come on and play. Yeah. And that can be a cipher. <laughs> that actually can be a cipher. Start off like oh. that and have all the artists on there and start spitting. Oh, my goodness. Man, just send me my check. Send me my check. <laughs> <laughs> tribe, I hope y'all listening. He's dropping gems on us. <laughs> Man, ladies and gentlemen, we're sitting down with new tribe member DJ A Chill, and the A don't stand for A Chill; it stands for Anthony. So, so uh, man, we're just chopping it up a little bit. Uh, let's backtrack a little bit to little baby Anthony, man. From the time that you were a youngster to the time you started growing up, who who was the first person back in your day that really a lot of people may not know about that um, that was pouring god into you before a lot of people and you may not have accepted it at that time but who was that who was that starting point wow wow way back when i was a youngster you know um my mom used to take us me and my sister uh, to church uh this little this methodist church that my grandmother used to go to and uh Honestly, we hated it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't like it because, you know, well, at least I didn't. You know, I, I was a shy kid. You know, I didn't like being out in the opening. Uh, and my mom would sign me up to do these these skits and these plays and and junior choirs and stuff like that where I am have to be up there in front of people. And I, I just did not like it at all. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, as far you know, as far as like the Word of God, I don't think they we had a little vocational Bible school. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a couple of weeks out the summer. Every kid, you know, especially black churches, we had those all the time. And uh, we, you know, did a little Bible Bible stories, kid Bible stories. But I don't. It didn't develop a hunger with me. I just know I didn't want to be there. My hunger for the things that God or spirituality didn't really kick in until I would say probably around maybe 15, 16. You know, I always I started wondering if if there really was a God, you know, and if so, what is he like? And um, we go to church and stuff, but I don't I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And um I think once I turned 18, I was dating this girl from, she was a seven day of Venice. And I used to go to youth group with her. And some of the things that we would discuss about like the things of God and who God is and who Jesus is and what Jesus did for us uh, on Calvary and everything, it started really developing a curiosity for me. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to join this church. But I, I just didn't. Um, I was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to pray. And I don't think my, <laughs> I know my prayer life wasn't wasn't even solid. I mean, like it, unless something went down in my hood, I would be praying to God, please don't let these bullets hit me. That's about mm. it. <laughs> but. Um, but I think. uh Fast forward, I I got involved with my first son's mom, my first, my oldest two, 
of their mom. And uh, we had our first son out of wedlock. We got in the, um, she had two friends. They were married, very deeply involved with church. Uh, I think around then they got us going. And I remember uh, going to the altar. They had an altar call. We just happened to be going on a revival week. They had an altar call. And I remember a uh, friend's husband said, I'll go up to the altar with you, man. Come on. Mm. You know, give your life to Christ. And I was like, I don't even know what that's about. I don't even know what that looks like. He says, I'll go with you. And so I went, not expecting anything. I'm just going up there uh, because he said he wanted me to go. And I'll go, let me see what this is about. And the Holy Spirit got a hold to me and just wrecked me there at the altar. And I still wasn't understanding what was going on. All I knew was that I felt this, this uh, energy come over me and was forcing me down on my knees. And I'm thinking, who's pushing me? Nobody was pushing me down. It was just I had no control of my body and I was prostrated down on my face at the altar, crying mm -hmm. uncontrollably, but feeling this love around me. And I still couldn't explain. I'm like, what is this? What is this? And then the pastor was praying over me and he was like, don't fight it, son. Don't fight it. God is here. The Holy Spirit's here. Let them have their way. And i that was it. <laughs> yeah. That was my first taste of the supernatural God. Amen. And I really got rooted and in, in involved in church. Yeah. Still transitioning out of my secular life with music and stuff like that. You know, I was dealing with hypocrisy in the church and backstabbing and gossiping, you know, people would say, I seen Brother Anthony at this concert or at this house party and report me to the pastor and him and I would have a conversation. I was like, if they see me there and I'm not supposed to be there, why were they there? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Would the, were they but, across the street with some binoculars just looking? <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> and so, um, and he had I listened to him, this was an old 78-year-old pastor that was inviting me to bring the craft that I was getting as far as DJing and hip-hop to try to do it at church. And I was just like, do you know what kind of music I do? He goes, well, let's turn it around and do it for God. Let's figure it out. Mm. Had I done it, I probably would have been one or if not the pioneer of Christian hip-hop. Wow. Christian hip hop didn't come into existence till like maybe mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I let hypocrisy and the faults of man and woman, you know, get to best of me, and I left the church. You man. know, you know. Isn't I, that isn't that this, somehow the devil plays so dirty, man? I mean, yeah. goodness gracious, boy! Especially when you're, especially when you're still a baby. 
or you're still mm-hmm. in between. You know you love God, but then you still have those fleshly feelings that keep pulling mm-hmm. at you. I know I um I felt that a couple of different times. Um, it felt it almost felt like a tug of war, you know, like God yep. was on one side and the devil was on the other side, just pulling, pulling, and it it's just amazes me a lot of times now that how much you know um we go through as christians especially starting off the things that we did battle through and killed the flesh but then some of the things that we stumbled and then some of the things that we stumbled on and we think back on it now it's like man how did i fall for that yeah yeah you know, I think back to that time too. <laughs> um, but you know, God, I'm I'm sure God already knew that what was the outcome was that going to be, and He knew that I was going to I will come back eventually. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Man. He orchestrated my life in such a way where, you know, eventually I did come back. So. Amen. Amen. God knew that you weren't ready at the time to be the CHA pioneer yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, guess. <laughs> I, I guess, but you know, like you dope, but hold on for a minute, player. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, for real but, though. Um, man, man, it just makes me think. As you were speaking, I I don't know what it is, man. I mean, y'all can believe me, not believe me. Hey, uh, I just tell you what I was feeling. Uh, but as you were fe- speaking. I was feeling an emotion coming across me almost to the point where I was about to start crying Um, because just thinking about my past and thinking about how far I've come, you know, in my walk and in the things that God has done for me in just these past short months, you know, it's almost like every time I turn around, he's doing something remarkable something different something remarkable not only in my life but you know friends of mine around me their lives as well and just showing me that you know he is real you can suffer with some of the fleshly things that you suffer with because he suffered tremendously for you so yeah, it just made me it made me think a little bit, man. You got got a brother mm-hmm. over here all choked up, man. Shame on you, shame. <laughs> on you. But <laughs> but no. Nah. Um, so you're married and you have children and everything. Uh, I wish I can get your wife on real quick because I wanted to ask her a question, but I'm not gonna do that because that's like last minute thing, and you know how women don't like to do last minute, you know, interviews <laughs> unless she's down for it. But um, and I'll just ask you the question I was going to ask her Um, when y'all first because years ago, I think it was maybe two or three years ago, I did a show series where I interviewed different um, artists, um, some female artists, some male artists that are married. And I had them and their spouse come on the show and I would speak to them about how is it to be a spouse of an artist, of a CHH artist. Uh, one question that I would ask some of the male, some of the females to the male is um, what was it like to first see your husband in deep praise at a church or even any kind of, you know, experience may have been praying with your wife at home 
or anything of that nature, do you remember the first time that you were in deep praise and cried in front of your wife? Oh, wow. Um, dude, there's been so many. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, she has seen me uh, in the presence of God many times. Um, the first time I, I really can't pinpoint that, but, um, I would like to say when she seen that she was, it was like a proud moment of her because, mm -hmm. um, uh, we, we've come a long way. My wife and I, we've been together for uh, 30 years. Oh, congratulations. Yes. Yes. Amen. We, we've, we've, she's seen me at my worst. And she seen me at my best. And um, I would say, um, yeah, I would like to think that she was like proud or happy for me that I was experiencing uh, a breakthrough moment. Mm -hmm. And um, she got to witness that. Because uh, my wife didn't grow up in church. She didn't have anyone. Well, she had a grandmother who was a believer. And she went with her a few times when she was a little girl. But uh, in her youth, no, she didn't have that. But um, how she came to even want to go to church, um, we had our first, uh, had our daughter together. That was our first child together. And uh, I went to work and came home one day and she said she had been praying i was like really and she said i was asking god um i don't know how to be a, a good mom i can wreck this child's life mm. you know because you know she grew up with everything she wanted um and some of the necessities that she needed, but she did not have the love that she craved so much and that not being there kind of uh, kind of made her uh, wonder if she was going to be a good mom to our daughter. And she said, God is a parent. He can show me how to be a good mom. And she said, I think I want to go to church. Wow. And I said, well, you go ahead and do that. I'm not doing that no more. Because of my previous experience with hypocrisy, gossip, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, okay. I said, well, I'll support you. Um, I'm not going to stand away in your decision. If that's what you want to do, fine. But I, I'm not, I don't want to be a part of it anymore. I still believe in God. I still believe in Jesus. But I, organized religion, I don't want to be a part of it. But um, long story short, I ended up going to church with her a couple of times. And <laughs> the pastor knew who we were, who our, what our situation was. We were living it together, not married. And um, he had seen me enough that he decided he wanted to have a meeting with her and I. And um, so we went, just us two and the pastor at the time that we were, the pastor we were under at the time. And he was reading my mail, bro. Mm. <laughs> He was reading my mail and he was like, I'm looking at you, man. And God is telling me you used to serve him faithfully. Said, faithfully. He goes, yeah, you used to be in church all the time. 
sometimes every day of the week. I said, well, that was during revival week. <laughs> you had to be there every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess you could say that. He goes, you used to serve him faithfully. I said, mm, yeah. And uh, he said, I feel like Holy Spirit wants me to ask you, why did you stop serving? What happened? Mm. And I knew enough to know that God knows everything. So why is he asking me through this pastor? He knew what was happening. But I said, oh, well, he knows what's up. You know, I got tired of the hypocrisy. I got tired of the the gossip and people lying on me. And, you know, I still was trying to find my way and transition out of the world and stuff, as they say. And I just got tired of it. People talking about each other. It's supposed to be churches. It's supposed to be God and people loving each other. I didn't see that. So I was like, I'm done with it. He says, okay, what do you think he'll say? Like, he knows how wild his kids can be. He knows, he understands. Right. He said, or if you stand before him, he'll probably say, what's that got to do between me and you? Mm. And he had me. <laughs> mm. I was like. Do you have me? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, like that Homer Simpson moment. He goes, don't. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> right. I was like, "Darn it!" Because I knew, even as a baby Christian back in that my first time I came to the Lord, I knew it was a one-on-one thing at the root of it all. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." You'll probably say, "What's that got between me and you?" And '96, I rededicated my life and been on this journey ever since. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, ladies, wow, ladies and gentlemen, just to update you real quick, this is uh, the real. Mm, I'm about to say the wrong name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the real. <laughs> well, we have the real gospel talk that we do on Saturday nights, so that's why I was like, man, see, look at that. What you're talking is real gospel, so that's why, man, that just about to come out with ease. But but uh, this is What's for Dinner, ladies and gentlemen, and we call this What's for Dinner because just like our show in the morning, What's for Breakfast, What's for Dinner, we want to send you off to La La Land or send you off to bed or send you off, you know, to be able to enjoy with your family with something on your spirit, with something on your mind, with something on your soul, to be able to think about good thoughts, you know, with our Heavenly Father and be able to um, put the two together with our show. And hey, if you're listening to this any time of the day, this can be your your um, your nightcap, as you will, mm. and be able to be able to just think of the Lord for the rest of the day, for the rest of the evening. So that's why we named it What's for Dinner, and then we have What's for Breakfast, whereas we start your day off with the Holy Spirit, get you off to going to school, get you off going to work, things of that nature. So, um, this is Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. I'm a humble host, Orlando Presents. We're about to jump into another track here. Um, this track, and now, since I remember now that I was told this, and so, Ken folks, and the mm -hmm. name of it is Flashlight. Let us know about oh. Flashlight. Yeah. Oh, you want me to tell you about it? Uh, yeah, flashlight. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think uh, 
Chief McBeth and his cousin, Mark Twan, which is our, our vocalist. And he, he raps too, very gifted vocalist. Um, they got together with another cousin of theirs. I guess he, I forgot his name, but he did the beat and track for it. And um, we always have had that old school, new school vibe. Like we'll take an old school track and flip it with an uh, with some new school flavor to it. And uh, it, I mean, this one not. This is one of my favorite. Flashlight is one of my favorite. And, and the way uh, G McBeth went about uh, putting the lyrics together on that man, it's the message is dope. You guys are really going to enjoy it. If you haven't heard it before, you, you're going to hear it now. And uh, get into your streaming files, download it, and, and just bump it in your ride on the way to work, school, or <laughs> whatever you're going. Uh, and, you know, tell your grandma, hey, check this out. I know this song now. Go look at the old, the original track by George Clinton and <laughs> Defunct Parliament. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. All right, let's go. I speak life off top, soon as the beat drops, concrete sidewalk, this life is a hard walk, you think it's sweet, show not, HBO hard knock, man this world is so dark, I'm looking for the next part, I want the cake you needed too, but I'm served a la carte, so I press toward the mark, leaning on a shopping cart, religion ain't a price match, and Jesus ain't your Walmart, pulling out the parking lot, left at the next block, cemetery commentary, meeting at the grave lot, uncle auntie grammy, tell me how'd you get the heaven, really don't these people drive you silly, undeserving of the pity, then my spirit felt a calm I focused on the word and my soul wrote a song The shopping center's all wrong So I searched online Cause Jesus is my main line Living of earth up to the steeples we are you be protected by choice no pins and needles getting out of jail for free you get the fee yo caught up in the vip no fake id though because everybody born in christ has a life here's a lifetime resolution gotta keep it work tight with the cloud by day and a fire by night he'll give you what you need to fight that good fight that's right i never said that i got this thing down but the truth of the matter is i'm lost not found trying to cross my eyes and dot my teeth oh i mess up again i'm glad for me to get dirty spreading the word giving the word because he's worthy twan twan is a jesus freak it's my time so let's grind and shine Luminate 
the right price. Pointing to the wrong one. Satan tries to entice. Lord sees the so chic, showing off a shoddy. But give me such a roof, see, I'll praise him for the nose, please. Make myself worthy. Sewer game sturdy. As long as I'm four, he my future is the floor see. Watch me turn thee up to the next speed. Intensity at the max degree. Haters can't sway me, they always try to play me. What's for me is for me. So I wait patiently, eternally is heavenly. Worldly is temporary. I'm jailed in his word and his money on my commissary. Walking through the world with a flashlight, trying not to trip and fall. Jesus is my guiding light. And his love shines so bright, I can see where I'm going on my path to the afterlife. Man, dude, I'm telling you, as soon as we get off the show, I'm getting that joint and I'm loading it to our station and putting that joint in rotation. <laughs> that joint bumps, and I'm not messing with you. I'm, I'm mad at myself that I haven't heard it before now. I'm mad at myself. I got to go in the bathroom and look at myself in the mirror and be like, what's wrong with you? You call yourself a radio <laughs> host? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is on our our album uh, after church. Yeah, yeah, man, you almost had me over here uh, trying to do that seawalk thing. I'm about to Bruh. about to trip up and fall and everything else. Have to call, you know, <laughs> call the ambulance. <laughs> man, y'all better go run those numbers up, man. Check that joint out. I like that. Nice, smooth, you know. Sit back with a glass of water, cause I don't drink. So you know, <laughs> but uh, man, that's that's great, man. That's that is great. I like that. I really do. I really do. I'm actually gonna play that tomorrow morning when we get on the show tomorrow morning too. So definitely, I'm I'm telling you, man. New tribe. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna say this now. Is recorded so everybody hear it. New Tribe has some dope artists. They have some dope artists. Yeah. I didn't know how dope you the do. artists were. They have some dope artists. Y'all better start recognizing and following what New Tribe has to offer. Um, uplifting, spiritual music. Um, so definitely, man. So, so far, they have some great guys. So you're the, uh, I believe, the first one from New Tribe. No, no, not the first one. Uh, the second one from New Tribe, I had a opportunity to be able to sit down with so i look forward to be able to sit down with uh many more you know on the label so that's an invitation to anybody on the label if you would like to come on you know you know don't be scared i don't bite you know i don't bite not hard but <laughs> anyway but <laughs> yeah, yeah we 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 got some amazing talent man we got some brothers that that are nice with the mic they're nice on in the studio you know we got a couple of brothers that that can get you with the beats and the production and engineering. We got you covered all over this country. We got you covered on the east and west coast, the north and south. Mm. So we got something for everybody. Let me find out. Let me find out. Because I I know a handful of y'all. Well, actually, no, you're the third one. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You're the the third one. Uh, Jesse was on. Um, Eric Cohen was on. Eric. Um, Yourself. And so, uh, man, and I heard that 
I guess Nicknack is a part of y'all mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. a, a recent sign too. Okay, so yeah, so I had Nicknack on, I guess, before he signed, but still, you know, he's you know, new tribe. So I had Nicknack on um as well. So definitely, man. Y'all y'all got some talent there. You definitely got some talent there. So God bless what y'all what y'all are doing and keep doing it. Um with you being a DJ and I know you come across a lot of music, come across a lot of artists that be like, hey, you're gonna play my music, different things of that nature. Uh what is one thing about being a DJ that you just do not like, if there's anything? <laughs> um one thing I do not like. Uh wow. it can it can be anything. It could be that the mixer needs to be changed around in a different way or you know, the order of how you have to play songs. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, I, I I will say like especially when I do events, um like last minute requests and I'm already have a playlist now set up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get that one. Okay, I'll do it for you. Now you got a stream of people coming up. Can you can you play this? Can you play that? And you got to go download stuff right there on the spot. <laughs> and then, hey, I thought you were gonna play my song. Wait, give me a minute. The Wi-Fi ain't ain't good around this area. You know. Um, also, like you know, I think. When uh, we do live shows, like uh, Kinfolk and I, when we used to perform at a certain gig and stuff, sometimes the sound quality is not the best. We we get into uh, certain uh, church venues and they may have uh, maybe one or two small little eight-inch speakers that just ain't getting it. It's like, wait a minute, you got, you got 100 youth out here and you got these little things. You know, I, I remember we did one event and the, the sound guy has some decent sized speakers, but he was powering everything off a little tiny generator. Mm. So <laughs> we could not turn it up loud enough with that thing cutting off and we had to reset everything. And it just, yeah, sound, sound guys. That's, that's, I think that's one of my, one of my biggest pet peeves, you know, have a decent sound system when we come out to rock with y'all. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. So if there is, since you're a part of a label and there's an artist or a DJ or anybody out there that's been, you know, looking at maybe getting signed or being signed, things of that nature, what is something that you, so, um, some advice that you would give to them before signing on with a label? Well, uh, um, I can, I could probably speak a little bit on this, but uh, the main people you would probably need to speak to, as far as like what they, uh, what they like or what they look for in a artist with new try, would be uh, our two, uh, one of our two big founders, like Rob the Beloved, and uh, uh, G Macbeth uh, from Kinfolk and Dub Three K. They are the uh, president and vice president. We call in, we call in the Russell Simmons and uh, <laughs> uh, what's what's the dude that helped uh, start Def Jam? Uh, 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 man, that's uh, my mind. Russell Simmons and uh, Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. We call in Rick Rubin and Russell Simmons of New Tribe. <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm from. 
from what I gather, uh, you know, definitely got to be skillful, uh, willing to take uh, constructive criticism because, uh, you know, this is also a ministry and uh, definitely uh, you want to be uh, diligent in, in the things of God, you know, it being your word, um, being, uh, being rooted in the church, you know, understand that this is, uh, this is more than music. Mm. Like I said, this is ministry. Um, and in, in our chat, we're always like, in, you know, trying to encourage each other. We pray for each other when one of us is going through uh, a very tough time. Um, so we're, we're all, we're trying to develop a, a, a brotherhood. You know, an iron sharpens iron type of group. So um, we want to promote you and support you in uh, your journey in this music thing and in ministry and in your walk, especially with with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I will say, you know, I'm I'm probably pretty much in line with what what our what our uh, requirements are. All right, all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Definitely. Um, okay. One of the, one of the last questions that I would ask you is that, and it was something that we spoke spoke about in one of our shows in the morning, and we were sp- speaking in depth about in depth about um, what kind of if you were to if you were to leave your church. What kind of spiritual loss do you think your church would go through? Not leave far as died or anything, but left that you had to leave the state or something and move and go to another church. What kind of spiritual emptiness would your church have? What kind of emptiness they would have if we were if we were to leave? Right, right. Uh kind of funny that you're mentioning that because currently my wife and I are in transition mm. right now as we speak. Um, we are kind of in a limbo, still serving God, still believing in God, still trusting God. Uh, we've been visiting two uh, churches to see if, you know, that's going to be our next home. We were uh, part of another church um, for about three years. And the leadership is not there. Um, There's just some things with the pastoral position that are very questionable. And um, it doesn't seem like a healthy place spiritually right now. Uh, We pray for that pastor. We pray for, you know, hey, you know, God to still move in there. But um, we haven't been to that, that that spot in quite a few weeks. And, you know, I I missed uh I missed the uh members of it because we were uh like mentors, I will say, to uh many of the youth, the uh, young adults, uh, the baby Christians. And uh, they become like, like, uh, like our own kids, like, like our spiritual kids, you know. Mm. So, 
we still tap in with them off and on and you know meet up with them but um i think i would like to think because we they reach out to us you know hey how you been we miss you uh we miss your uh you know the talks we used to have um the, the the meetings at your house and stuff so i think my wife and i we, i would say that we we have filled a big void at this space and yeah we're 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 missed i think um that place needs uh an overhaul spiritual overhaul <laughs> mm. and learn what uh grace and love means as a, a pastor in, in, in leadership you have to have those two elements. You can have all the head, the biblical head knowledge and know all the right things to say. You can preach a good sermon that may bring people to the cross, but love is what's going to keep them there. Amen. Amen. I hope Amen. that answers your question. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely does. Okay. Um, actually, that's a question to anybody out there that's listening. Um, sit down and question yourself. If you didn't know, we're going into the last segment of the evening. It is the what's for dinner segment of the evening. Um, just ask yourself that you're going to a church, you're going to a church home. If you were to leave, what, what emptiness or spiritual emptiness have you left? Will they remember you? Will they remember the things that you did for the church body? Or were you just a vessel that came there, sat in the pews, and went home? Did you actually bring anything spiritually to your church home? Do they even know your name? You know, yep. do you know three or four people at your church that would even miss you if you didn't come to church for about a month? Mm -hmm. Just ask yourself, where is your walk right now? not only within your church, but within your relationship with our Heavenly Father. Because if you really believe that God has placed you at a church home, then why not make yourself felt? Make his spirit felt through you within your church home. Um, we're going to end it off with this scripture, Psalms 18.2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. So um, if you have a verse, sir, you can share it. If not, it's quite all right. No, it's, it's funny that you quoted that verse because my wife and I, we have our own ministry called uh, No Weapon Ministry, and we use that verse. Uh, we, we host events. We haven't hosted one in a while. We're going to need to start doing that again. We used to host these little uh, mini concerts or productions called uh, The Rock, mm. and that's the scripture that we quote. Wow. <laughs> we call we call this the rock because you know it's the rock. He's the rock. He's our foundation rock that we ages. stand on. Yes. Yes. Man, yeah. I tell people all the time, man, God has been and see, brother, you remember earlier when I said God has been showing up and doing different things. These are the type of things that I'm talking about God has been doing. You know, 
how how would I've known? Actually, what I did was I just opened up my book nook, and I have a devotional book from this young lady who wrote this devotional book, who I interviewed, I believe, uh, last year, and this is for July 9th. And I said, okay, well, yeah, I like that. I like that passage. Let me read that. How was I supposed to know that was the passage that you all use? Wow. God has yep. been doing things like this month long within me. And I'm going to tell oh. y'all a little real quick. I know it's going over time, but I'm going to tell you real quick. Hopefully, my boss won't fire me. Oh, I am the boss. Okay. Well, one <laughs> one of the bosses. One of <laughs> one of the bosses. <laughs> but um, yeah. real quick, just a praise report. Real quick, real fast. Um, and just to show you how God works, and God is still within miracles. I have a cleaning company. Myself and my um, myself and my uh, partner, uh, co-owner. Um, we did a job. Uh, the woman paid us for half the job and basically stiffed us on the rest of the money. Um, mm. We contacted her, spoke to her. This has never happened in five or six years of being in business. Never, ever happened. Um, instead of blowing up, getting upset, I was like, you know what? Text her and say, you know what? Don't worry about it. Keep it. I'll just cut it. We'll just cut our losses. From And this just recently happened on Tuesday. Tuesday of this week, from Tuesday to now, God has doubled our pay from Tuesday to now. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, when this woman stiffed us, made me late to pay my rent, My the building manager, I explained to her what happened. She said, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Pay it on Friday. No late fee. Who does that? Amen. So from Tuesday to Wednesday, God had us, every client that we had, our regular clients now, every client that we had ended up paying us more than what they usually would pay us. And I ended up making wow. my whole rent yesterday. Tell me God's not good. See, see kids, when you serve a mighty God, that's called favor. Yes. <laughs> Today's word is favor. <laughs> <laughs> amen 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 and i will continue to let folks know how good my god is you know because he is man don't mm -hmm. worry about the things that you struggle with god knows it he already knows it he knows the numbers on your head before you knew it he knows the things that you're struggling with right now but just keep on being steadfast work to get closer to him get closer to him and even if God didn't make this happen, I still know that God is good, but he just showed me even more that he is good. Whenever we started doing scripture readings at the end or the beginning of our podcast, it always, a radio show, the scripture that we read, that myself reads, or my, my other host, Captain Jay, that he reads, always seems like it coincides with what we talked about almost mm -hmm. every time. So just to tell y'all, man, God is real. He will work miracles in your life. Keep on pressing forward. Do not give up. There's been plenty of times I wanted to give up and quit doing what I do, 
but God would not allow me. He would not allow me to quit. So just remember that. Um, DJ H Hill, appreciate you, brother, for real. Oh, man. Thank you for coming on. Fun. I don't I don't want it to be the last time, so please come on back. We'd love to have you back, man. We'd love to have you back. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, do you do, like, um, DJ mixes, different things of that nature and stuff? Um, I used to, but I'm, I'm having to relearn some things myself, some of the new technology and everything. I've been uh, in a season, it's been a long season, too, of uh, kind of like, researching myself and uh like trying to you know uh, i guess you could say like in a redevelopment stage you know yeah mm-hmm. uh, any young people out there when you get to be our age <laughs> you start questioning your abilities and what god has wants you to do and stuff like that you know uh are you still relevant enough to to do this art to be involved in chh uh, you know, it's just some things that I've been just questioning, you know, if it's in myself. I still love the craft. I still love the art. And uh, I got some ideas I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of uh, getting some personal stuff out the way and then getting back um, into it and developing some um, some music and some mixes and stuff like that. You know, I still enjoy, you know, creating creating and stuff like that so Amen. my team has been getting on me especially um this this guy named g Macbeth, who her <laughs> on the flash track who by the way did produce that track i was corrected he okay. hit me up he goes i produced it so yes oh, he wow. did produce that oh wow okay. yeah okay great job on that Shout we out. call him joe jackson uh, in the oh, studio. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we we know about Joe Jackson, so you better get it right. <laughs> yeah, so he's been on me, man. You need to get get to work, HL. I was like, all right, I got you. Amen. So as soon as I get some some things um, in development and um, get out there, I will definitely uh, be dropping something on you. Um, then we'll go from there and see how how people like it. All right, brother. All right, we're we're here, man. We're here, and we have a um, Quake RYC Praise News has a big announcement, which we will be divulging very very soon. And this is something that every independent artist is going to want to be a part of. I promise you, and we're not just doing it for us. We're doing it for the glory of God, and we're doing it to share the genre of CHH and gospel music. That's what I always wanted to do when God allowed me to start. Yes, I'm getting emotional. When God allowed me to start doing radio, and what's about to happen is coming forth, and it's going to be an opening for a lot of people. So, glory to God, (laughs) and we're going to end it off with um, Rob the Beloved, Purpose Made People. Y'all be peaceful. Check us out tomorrow morning. 
on West for Breakfast, right here on Quake RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. We love to end it with, God wants the best for you. Do you want the best for yourself? We hope the answer is yes. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Rob the Beloved. Yeah. Wait. Um. I can spear the dab on. These heads won't be to my dad on. They want me to stop with the holy rap. But I just get back in the lab on. I go for the king through the dash on. That favor was more than that cash on. I see a demon and smash on. Pray for the ones with that stash on. My face and flow connecting is pyrotechnics. Jesus, peace in my heart and not just on my necklace. They want to go to the bag, but wait, what your method is? Trying to live too reckless, uh They just won't step in some Jimmy Choo I just want God to be what they choose Too many youngest seen on the news Cause they want a dollars, not pay they dues Many want better, but feel they can't You know that Satan come to accuse He wanna bring up your downfalls How every time you try, you lose A friend is better for you Jesus took that dead up for you You gon' see you're a diamond When he take that pressure from you Gotta let go of the pain Mistakes do not make the measure of you And clean up the hurt, the dirt, and the past Then make a treasure of you yeah. I can spear the dab on These heads won't be to my dad on They want me to stop with the holy rap But I just get back in the lab on them I go for the king through the dash on them That favor was more than that cash on them I see a demon and smash on them Pray for the ones with that stash on them I listen to pop, now I got it poppin' Ain't no more way away in my options I couldn't manage to I look the boss Too many nights are turning and toast Now I run it so free just like a broke faucet My second pay for it is like what it costs I praise him, Christ put it back in my place I took all the lanes and I ran him out Lose my light in the dark, it's a night He traced me to war, keep me in a fight They just want awards, I'm looking for more But I got abundance of peace in my life My focus was flowing with Jesus Cause he's why I'm breathing When I took a stink from a knife I couldn't sleep while smoking on four So I had to cut down some trees in my life Holy Spirit, the wave that I ride You say you free, but you feel slave inside We fighting division, we fighting corona But quarantine dreams, they never survive I wanna see change, so I'm starting with me Move like a lion, but decrease the pride So I got no fear, I move in the spirit That one was breaking the change in my mind I've been let loose, so I hit my dance Daddy freed me Cause I took a chance Haters gon' hate But they motivate So let me thank them in advance They scared of a women Cause they chicken dinners They make me wanna go Grab me some ranch I can do all things through Christ If it's your calling Then don't say you can Yo Thank you.